DW Radio, your information station. Hi, everybody. Today is January 25th, 2011, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello, author of the Walt Disney World Trivia Books, host and narrator of the Audio Guides to Walt Disney World, and, of course, the host of WDWRadio.com. Make sure you join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 for the WW Newscast, a live interactive news show covering the Walt Disney World Resort where you get a chance to be part of the broadcast and discussion and discuss the news real-time in the chat room. Don't forget, if you can't make it, you can come by, watch, and comment in the WW Radio YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Radio, And stay tuned for updates and frequent live broadcasts by following me on Twitter. I'm twitter.com slash Lou Mangiello, or on the w, on the WDW Radio Facebook friend page. It's facebook.com slash WDW Radio. This, my friends, is, oops, this is <laughs> not Fantasyland, but it's Scott Otis from Otisburg. And Otisburg? as you can see, he's sporting the shirt from our good friends and sponsors over at touringplans.com. Listen, you come to Walt Disney World, don't you wish you could know how crowded the parks would be where you should go, you know, the fast pass wait times, how long is it going to take to get on Splash Mountain, even what best park it is to go to the day. Well, worry no more, my friends, because you can find it all and so much more over at touringplans.com. They've got crowd calendars, the most crowded parks to avoid throughout the whole year, 365 days. <clears throat> they also have touring plans for all the Disney theme parks and water parks, whether you're going with kids, whether you're going with grandma, or even going solo. And don't forget, you can also take touring plans with you to the parks on your smartphone by downloading the Lines application. And surprise, surprise, they are not just limited to Walt Disney World. Check out what they have going on for Disneyland as well. Let's get right into this week's news. There was a lot that happened over the past week uh, in and around Walt Disney World. <clears throat> Certainly, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the christening and the launch of the Disney Dream. That can and will be an entire show in and of itself. Absolutely. I had a chance to go out on the dream. I took a lot of you with me who came out, watched in the box. Uh, it is nothing short of spectacular. Uh, if you've cruised on the magic and wonder, you know how they're able to bring that Disney theme park experience to see. It is plussed up a hundred times over. I can't wait. It's, what, it what's looks the countdown? Beautiful. The countdown is like 30, 30 some odd days, days. Who's got until the WW yeah. Radio cruise on the Disney Dream? Looking and, forward to yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot That's more about great. that. Um, some other things that happened as well. The new Magic Memories and You Castle Show debuted last week. Um, if somebody in chat wants to put a link to that, I posted a new high-def video from the premiere night. I was right out up in front. There was nobody in front of me, which is important because I am vertically challenged. got a great view. Uh, really, really liked that show. Uh, I'd love for you guys to come by over on YouTube and comment let me know what you think. Um, much like the Wild Africa Trek, exceeded my expectations. I went in expecting sort of projections of people's faces on the screen. So Don't much it be more nice? Than that. So much more. Oh, um, you don't want to give too much away, yeah. but the castle kind of comes to life and it, it transforms. So much color and, and yeah, pizzazz. It's, um, Love it. Check out the video. Definitely check out the video. Again, go to youtube.com slash Radio. You can find it there as well. Uh, a couple of things worth noting before we get into really what I want to discuss tonight. Star Tours 2.0, we have a, a go-live date, fortunately, just in time for Star Wars weekends. 
Same day as Pirates of the Caribbean 4, May 20th is when Star Tours 2.0 is going to go live. Uh, freaks and geeks like myself are very excited about that. I will that. be there first in line with my stormtroopers. You will be second be in line, my friend, because I'll be wielding the <laughs> Jedi lightsaber and, uh, and going to town. I'm, I'm super, super psyched about that. Uh, the big news this week, and because I think there's a lot to talk about, I wanted to sort of restrict tonight's conversation just to that, is all about Fantasyland, all about the Fantasyland expansion and the updates. Uh, there is obviously been a a big change from what we first heard really more than a year ago at the yeah. D23 Expo about what Fantasyland was going to become. This past week, there's been a lot of rumor, a lot of speculation that there would be some changes coming, uh, and they've came, and they've come really in big ways. I'm going to show you a map of the new Fantasyland, and uh, beautiful. And immediately you see, you know how different it is. It no longer is all about princess meet and greets. Um, things have changed somewhat dramatically, <laughs> although some elements are still there. Uh, let me go back to the live camera here. Let's kind of go through things one by one. So one of the biggest changes we see is to the meet and greets. The original Fantasyland expansion was pretty much all about princesses and meet and greets. And I think Disney, and we'll talk about this at the end, responded to what was going on online and the concerns about that. But we still have them. They still have opportunities to meet princesses. Those are going to take place over in Princess Fairytale Hall. Aurora, Cinderella... All the other Disney princesses, like Tiana and Rapunzel, they're going to greet their guests in a new home, which is going to be uh, an elegant royal court. But with every addition, sometimes comes a subtraction. And it's going to be where Snow White's Scary Adventures currently sits. And for many of us that that love, you know, the classic dark rides, we're, uh, we're sad to see it go. We are sad to see you go. It was one of the opening day attractions, uh, but but we're going to be getting quite an addition with you know with that leaving. So right, and and I think too, I think having instead of Fantasyland being one giant area of, of meet, you know, which would have been beautiful. I mean, the concept art was beautiful, but simply meet and greet areas now sort of combined into one you know space that will be themed appropriately for each. Uh, you'll be able to get so Jason, you'll be able to get more princesses but now in a single right. location. and it won't take up as much prime real estate uh, as the older uh, updates. So, right. As, as so, it, so it, it, you'll still get the, the beautiful pr- uh, princess meet and greets, but... Which is exactly get, what you've been hoping for. Absolutely. But it, it won't take up as much real estate, and, and so we're going to get a lot more with that, as we'll, as we'll discuss later. Right, and I think, well, let's talk right about because okay. as sad as I think we are to a certain degree to see Snow White's Scary Adventures, look... We lamented the loss of Mr. Toad. We, we sometimes hate to see those original dock rides go away. We're seeing Snow White's go away. But what we're getting is something, again, that's been rumored. I think something that people were hoping for, which is being able to tell the Snow White story in a new way. And this time it's being told through the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which is going to be, according to Disney, a rollicking musical ride into the mine where a million diamonds shine. It's going to be a coaster with the first-of-its-kind ride system with a train of ride vehicles that are going to swing back and forth as they go along the track. It's also obviously going to have music uh, from the classic film as well. There has been some concept art that has been released 
there was some additional concept art that was released as well. Yes, uh, there's uh, some concept art that's actually on the, the, the wall, the construction wall out in Fantasyland that, has, that shows a single scene going through the actual mine with the seven dwarfs all around and a bunch of gems. and It, it looks amazing. I, I'm actually very excited for this. Right, so Kissing Me Kathy is asking a question I think a lot of people are asking, which is, you know, when is it going to close? We know that this is all going to take place in phases, uh, opening, I think, fully in 2013. I don't think they've set a closing date for no, Snow White as yet, but yet. Get, your, get your rides on Snow White's Scary Adventures in. Uh, note to self, update, <laughs> Fantasyland, audio guide. That's right. Again. Uh, so, <laughs> but look, somebody in chat I noticed said Walt Disney World is always in a constant state of change. Absolutely. Walt never wanted it to be a museum. And I think for a lot of us, we've garnered enough faith in the company to know that when they take something else out, you know, they have something pretty spectacular planned to put in its place. Yes. I'm, yeah, I think it looks amazing, and it's going to take up a giant chunk, probably as big as the as the old 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea lagoon. Right. With, you know, the Snow White's Cottage and, and the mountains and the... And the, the Mine cars going right. in and out of the out of the mountain. And so now you have two, quote unquote, e-ticket gatebuster attractions. You're going to have the undersea adventure, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid right. uh, aerial ride. Construction is going full force in that. The build, the show building is up. It's ginormous. Gigantic. You're now gonna, and you know what's nice about this too? <laughs> this is going to be located. Let's go back to the uh, to the concept art. You'll see that it's going to be located right in the center of Fantasyland. And what mm-hmm. I think it's going to do is give you an opportunity to sort of see the attraction in 360 degrees yeah, as a guest. So many different angles. Right. You'll be able to physically walk all the way around it. And, and, and I can't think of many attractions that are outside that you can do that. Not that big, certainly. Right. Probably Matterhorn at Disneyland would be the biggest example. Yeah. It won't be that tall, but it'll be something that you'd be able to physically walk around and look at it from all the different angles, see the cars going in and out of the, the mine uh, shaft. So right. it, it's almost like Barnstormer. I mean, you can see a lot of Barnstormer if you go through the queue, but you can't walk physically around the whole thing. And if it stays true to what they've laid out in the concept art, it looks like that's what you're going to be able to do. Yeah. So, uh, and again, they're introducing a new technology with the mine cars. It's not going to be like a big Thunder Mountain. It's not going to be like a Barnstormer. It's going to be something new. But again, keeping with the theme of Fantasyland, something that everybody in the family right. can ride. Yeah, it won't be as rollicking as, as big Thunder Mountain. It'll be something that pretty much everybody will be able to, right. to enjoy. And I'm very excited about that. If you think you're excited about that, Scott Otis, what you've really got to be excited about is the construction of Beast Castle. Absolutely. It is going to be this huge, majestic castle up on a hill. You've got to cross over a restaurant. And when you get there, the big payoff, the Be Our Guest restaurant set right inside the castle. 550 guests, a lot of great food. Quickly, it's going to have uh, counter service by day table service at night for that rotational dining kind of like uh, things that we're seeing on the dream already how mm-hmm. some restaurants are changing from day to night out also in the la cantina at the at Epcot. i'm digging it i so. dig because now you can go twice in the same day that's right and get Whole totally new experience different. Uh, there's also going to be what they did do which i like is that they haven't taken away the princesses completely because they did leave in bell's village there's going to be gaston's mm-hmm. tavern although beer will not be sold certainly not uh and who needs it really uh, the Bonjour Village gifts. And inside Bell's Cottage, there, there are going to be additional interactive experiences there as well. There's going to have this magic mirror, which really acts as a doorway to what Disney is calling, again, 
a new kind of experience where Bell, <laughs> Lumiere, and us as guests get to participate in the retelling of the tale as old as time. It's called The Enchanted Tales with Bell. You start off in Maurice's cottage, you go through the mirror, and then end up in the Beast Library for this interactive storytelling session with Bell. And I like this, Scott, because, again, it's not just sort of the meet and greet a princess, get your picture, get a photo pass, right. and move on. There's something for kids to do, kind of like what we had with Bell's Fairytale Garden, what we have with the Rapunzel meet exactly. and greet area now. So very similar to that, and I know children and their parents have loved that, so they'll be able to get that back, and it'll right. be even more interactive and it'll be beautiful. Right, it's too. things to do. You know, there's experience exactly. to have other than, because look, now hindsight being 2020, the original Fantasyland plans, you looked at it and you said, wow, it's a lot of meet and greets. You know, dad's going to be standing on top, online a lot with his daughter who's losing her mind because she's got <laughs> six more princesses to meet. But, you know, little Scotty, who's nine, is, is going, dude, I need a car, I need a gun, I need a sword, I need something to do. So uh, now that I think there's, there's something more for her. But, but those kind of experiences, the storytelling things, boys and girls can participate in as exactly. well. So, and again, people in, so JJ saying he loves having to be able to walk through the village go look atop the mountain, see another Disney castle. Uh, I, I agree with you, JJ. And again, the uh, the landscape is going to be very dimensional. It's not going to be sort of looking down a straight shot of Fantasyland right. and seeing attractions. You are going to get mountains. You're going to get water effects. You're going to get bridges. Plus, That's going to do a lot. Also, Ariel's, uh, Ariel's uh, the sea town village will also be on in another corner. Right. So you're getting that too. So there's going to be a lot of dimensions and and kinetics going on throughout Fantasyland. Yeah, and again, too, you know... Big changes. It's going to be, you know, the place to be. We're, we're seeing some of the concept art again for Ariel's Undersea Adventure. So you've got two new attractions. You've got a new restaurant, which we, I think we desperately needed in the Magic Kingdom. You've got a new roller coaster. Uh, you've got a lot of things to do in Fantasyland other than stand online for Dumbo. So. <laughs> and Dumbo, that's a whole other thing and, right and there. And there you go. So there's, see, there's the segue. We're going right into the segue because obviously there's also the brand new, they're calling it the Storybook Circus. We all know they're doubling the fun because they're doubling the size of Dumbo by adding another carousel into Twice the mix. Twice the fun. Twice the fun, but more importantly, whoops, more importantly... Twice the fun, but more importantly, Twice. less the line. Twice the capacity. Twice right. the capacity. But the big thing about Dumbo is the fact while you're waiting, you're going to have a chance to, again, be immersed in this experience where you're joining the circus. You step inside the big top tent. There's a lot of interactive experiences, again, according to Disney, for kids of all ages. Mm -hmm. So it's that cueless cue that we've been talking about and hinting about for a long time. Uh, we see images in the concept art here of what seems to be a train. There's a fountain outside. And who Circus knows tent. Yeah, and what's going to take place inside that tent. But again, right. instead of standing outside in the 106-degree temperature because your daughter wants to ride Dumbo <laughs> for the 17th time in the day, you've got something to do to occupy everybody's right. time. Get busy. So. And I think this is the first of us seeing this over and over again. I think we're going to start to see this more... Uh, with experiential cues. We're going to see... We've seen the interactive ones. We've seen it come to Soren. Uh, we're starting to see... Uh, I think we're going to see that come to the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people are going to be very excited by what they see at the Haunted Mansion. I think nostalgics might not have a lot to worry about, but have a lot That's to be right. excited about. Um, 
So Jason says there's more opportunity to shop, but I think, Jason, there's more opportunity to keep busy. You know, we talked about touring plans. You know, it's all about getting the most out of the experience and finding out what the wait times are. Well, what if you went to, you know, Dumbo's, and it wasn't about waiting. You got a ticket, you got a, a feather, whatever it might be, and you're shopping, you're playing games, you're doing whatever, and they came back and they called you and said, okay, now it's your time to ride. It's le- it's better than a fast pass, and it's in a couple of minutes you're, you're on the track. You're staying busy the whole time, right. so you don't feel uh, you don't feel like you're you're waiting online. Uh, let's talk about Dumbo because alongside of it, uh, the Barnstormer we mentioned before, there's been a lot of rumors about what was going to happen to that. We know now it's going to get a new look. It's going to stay in the original track. But it's now going to feature Goofy as the Great Goofini. Great Goofini. So that same twisting, <laughs> turning roller coaster flight is going to still be there with his multiflex octoplane. I would assume nice money saving, uh, cost saving thing for Disney Absolutely. too. No need to sort still. of you don't have to make the roller coaster a train now. You can still use the airplane, and it still sort of carries over the theming of the original Barnstormer about sort of Fido's flight school. Right. Exactly. And you'll still have that introductory coaster for, for small children who will have their very first coaster experience. And that's, that, that's, that's, that's a big You're one not right big there. on the coasters, I know. You're not, yeah. You and Tim Foster I need love, to bond. No, no, no. I love coasters. So. But so now, I mean, Fantasyland, you're now going to get, again, the, the introductory coaster with Barnstormer. Right. You're going to get what great, I... Great Goofini. Sorry. The Great Goofini. We have to get used to the new that's terminology. Right. Uh, you're going to get the Seven Dwarfs Mine Cart, which, again, unlike things like a new attraction like Mission Space or something that everybody can't ride, it's something that everybody's going to be able to enjoy, a new ride system, new ride vehicles. Wonderful theme, wonderful effects. Aerials brings back the traditional sort of dark ride experience, although right. we lose Snow White. And, again, I think it sort of makes everybody happy. Uh, I'm, look, I'm watching in the chat room to see what the response is, and I think what we've seen is... The response being very good to what they've announced so far, as well as the um, some of the changes that have been made. One of the things we did lose with the the changes to Fantasyland is something that they sort of uh, almost mentioned as an afterthought when they talked about right. Tinkerbell and her friends joining the cast of Epcot, where they're going to have special roles, bringing in the flora and the fauna to the Flower and Garden Festival. And what that really means, what Disney's saying is. That whole Pixie Hollow thing, that's gone. Uh, Pixie Hollow is going away. You can still find it at Disneyland, but uh, and you'll still find the characters at Epcot. But exactly, yeah, that, that was a, a small loss. I think I think we would all trade the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster for the Pixie Hollow experience because again, that too was a meet and greet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you like Tinkerbell and you like Pixie Hollow, you got to go on the Disney Dream. Because in the Oceaneers Club, you're going to love this. There's a Pixie Hollow area. It's one of the sort of the pods off the main area where there's a, a Pixie Hollow, a Finding Nemo, an Andy's Room, a Monsters, Inc. thing. Again, Can't wait. <laughs> you are going to... I'm so happy that I make the height requirement. I can, I can actually fit into the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab. <laughs> but uh, I want to know from people in the chat room, and again, anybody who's watching uh, on the YouTube channel what their reaction is to the changes. Um, how do they feel about this removal of the classic dark ride? Is it okay that they are going to be retelling the same story as opposed to right. taking out Mr. Toad and putting in Winnie the Pooh? You're taking out Snow White, but you're putting her back in with a whole new type of experience. A greater experience, in my opinion. 
So but, as somebody who, but you, you were, you were a Disneyland original, you an original yeah. Walt Disney World guy. You like me, and I think a lot of people like the classics. We like sort of keeping things to a certain degree. Does it bother you that they're taking it out at all? To be honest, no. I, I like that they are. It's it's going to be back, just in a different way. And so it's just something else that I'll be able to experience. I will still have my memories of the original attraction, right. but now I'll get something that I think is even better. So I'm actually very excited. I am as well. Jason and some other people are asking where the mine train is going to be located. I'm going to put the map back up again. If you look very closely, you'll see right in the middle, uh, behind the castle walls, uh, that's where it's going to be located, right in the center. So it's essentially where the the uh, voyage of Ariel, or almost the, where the, the Ariel meet and greet, the Ariel meet and greet, all the way through the the submarine lagoon. Yeah. And if you look at the well, map, think about it here the Pooh's um, Pooh's playful spot. Yeah, almost well, to a certain although Pooh's playful spot is is a tiny little uh, speck on this map, they're actually going a lot farther back than the submarine lagoon ever was. So yeah, it, it, the Fantasyland will be a lot bigger than if it ever people was. haven't been here since construction has began. I think they're going to be very surprised, and I think what they don't realize is this expansion. Is huge. Yeah, it, the word expansion is actually very apt here because they are expanding the park. It is the largest expansion that they've ever done at this park, ever, and, and in the 40-year history. Right, and we think about it, you say, well, doubling the size of Fantasyland. You know, to a certain degree, Fantasyland, minus you know the extension onto the castle, is kind of like an alley. It's a sort of a straight yeah. shot from It's a Small World all the way down to the teacups. This doesn't just expand, you know, vertically. It's a horizontal. It's such a, a mm-hmm. wide expansion, so it's not like... It's just doubling the width of it. I mean, it goes back It goes far. very far back. Uh, if you go to Google Earth, they might update the maps. The same thing with Bing. They update pretty mm-hmm. recent as well. If you come down to, to Walt Disney World, ride Dumbo if for nothing yeah, you more. Can peek over the fence. Kind of looking <laughs> over the... Yeah, but you can see uh, how far, how far back, back it goes. Yeah. And again, there's even more room behind there. Yeah, because, there is. There is a lot yeah. of room for even so, expansion beyond that if they were to ever be so inclined. But like you said, imagine walking in there and walking through the castle archway and now seeing trees and mountains and bridges where you used to see, mm-hmm. you know, beyond the, the, uh, beyond the carousel, you only saw Dumbo. You, need, you get a whole other layer of dimensional yeah. experience there. Yeah, that, once it's all done, it's going to be amazing looking just to see it also. Because I kind of got the sense, you know, it's one of those places that you can... You want to sort of wander through and explore. Again, Fantasyland is right now is about going from attraction to attraction to attraction. Here, you want to sort of wander through the village that is going to be. And every sort of princess and theme and, 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 uh, and film has its own little section. So, Okay. All right, so let's go back... Um, my other question, I would love for you guys to continue this conversation in the chat, uh, sorry, in the, the comment section in YouTube is, again, this was originally announced back in September of 2009. It's now January 2011, and the design, the structure, the concepts have changed relatively radically. We've lost a lot. We've gained a lot. They've also now extended into the original Fantasyland. I wonder... How much of those changes were influenced by the online response? And I think we have to admit that probably very greatly. And, you know, Scott, think back, forget 10 years ago, five years ago, that couldn't have happened. Yeah, absolutely. With the, just the whole social media, people 
commenting online and chat rooms and everything. That, that's such a, a dynamic part of, of, of how these things are done. And, uh, you know, one of the things is the, is the plans that Disney makes are always able to be changed. And They're this made is of just proof of They're made of jello. made of jello. <laughs> so, yes, this is just them proving that, that, yeah, they did tell us this, but now they've changed it. It's evolved, and it, I think it's evolved for the better. You know, it used to be we had the preview center. We had the preview areas located in Exhibition Hall. They would roll out the model. You see that? Do you see that? That's lightning. That's not special effect. I mean, it's special effects. Um, they would roll out a model and be like, this is what's coming. And the feedback, what little they would get, would have to be directly from the guests right there. Now they're watching what's going on. Yep. And I think it very much is a testament to the fact that Disney is listening to their guests. Absolutely. They're listening to the people who they realize are the people who are going to be coming, the people who are in the online forums and the blogs and the communities and the podcasts who are saying, I'm concerned about this now. Exactly. They've responded. Uh, they've addressed it. and not saying, hey, we're going forward with this. Um, so I applaud them. And, it must, and I have to think, Scott, it had to be a relatively quick response for them oh, to yeah. scrap those plans and come up with all new ones as well. Absolutely, because that does take a lot of time to... To you know, I'm not sure how they technically go about all that, but I'll show you. And when we're done, I'll write it out for you. But, but yeah, it, it does take time for the Imagineers to do that. So yeah, um, I think that, like you said, I think these are, are great changes. Again, I applaud Disney for making them now rather than figuring out how to fix it later on. Uh, again, I want to keep this conversation going in the in the comment section over at YouTube because I think there is a lot more. We're going to stay on, talk with some more people in the chat. Uh, don't forget, again, tonight is Tuesday. Normally we do this every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can just go and visit www.newscast.com, log in, chat, discuss the news as we broadcast it. And again, you can also comment in the uh, YouTube channel as well. Be sure and visit the website over at www.radio.com. There you can find the blog, forums, photo galleries, videos. I just posted three videos this week. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, the Wild Africa Trek, which you guys have got to check out. Awesome. You've looks, got to do that. Amazing. You've got to do that. Even a little scaredy cat like you can do it. <laughs> the uh, I, My video from the Aqueduct, that includes uh, Disney Moms panel. Andy is there, as well as Chris Brogan. Those of you in, in uh, familiar with social media will know the name Chris Brogan. Again, also the high-definition version of the Magic Memories and You. Looks. Big thumbs-up uh, video as well. Of course, check out the podcast every week, both on the site. Just click on the podcast link. Come by, subscribe on iTunes, and you can also download the free WW Radio iPhone app. If you want to comment, be heard on the air, you can call the voicemail, 888-703-2171. Connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Everything is right on the website. Also, don't forget, too, to subscribe to Celebrations Magazine. You can find that over at celebrationspress.com. You get a little bit of magic delivered to your door each and every week, Scott Otis. Love the Celebrations Magazine. And, and we love you, things. too. You are, like, one of our top favorite subscribers. Goes in my library. In, in, that's located <laughs> in this section of Florida. So um, <laughs> that is going to do it, I think, uh, for this week's show. Again, thanks to everybody for joining me. Had a little uh, uh, rough time getting the chat started this week. Thanks, as always, to my good friends and partners and sponsors over at touringblands.com. I'm telling you, if you are coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland, it is a great way to help plan out your vacation to get the most out of the experience. Check them out over at touringplans.com. Download lines for your uh, iPhone or your Android or your smartphone app and uh, 
with that, Scott Otis, I'm actually uh, I'm actually leaving tomorrow, not on a jet plane. I'm going on the Disney Dream for the what? inaugural cruise again. again. Research, my friend. Research for the <laughs> WW Radio Cruise. When I come back, there's going to be a lot to talk about, and I will tell you now, there's a lot to be excited about beyond just the food, technology, mm. the district, the kids' clubs. Oh, by the way, the Aqueduct. Um, Love it. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be spectacular. Thanks to everybody who's been watching and chatting in the discussion room there. Uh, thanks to all of you who are watching over on YouTube. Again, I am Lou Mangello from WM Radio. This is Scott Otis. That is his Touring Plans t-shirt. That's right. And uh, from Wilderness Lodge here in Walt Disney World, <laughs> thanks again for watching. See ya. Bye, everybody.